Alright, tonight, I, I just kind of want to talk about a memory that I have of a guy that I met when I was a kid. I was probably 10 years old, maybe 9 or 10 years old when I met this guy for the first time. And I don't know why, he's just, he's entered my mind a lot recently, and I'm, I'm not exactly sure why, uh, but... I kind of wanted to get this down almost for my own benefit because it, it's kind of a fleeting memory. It, it, it was not a large period in my life, um, but as of right now, it does stick out. Now, you know, memories fade as you get older and, and they become less and less uh, committed to memory and you start confusing things and what happened when. And every time you remember something, you're actually remembering the memory of the memory. So um, I like to, when, when I have something in mind that I, that I don't want to forget, I like to put it down uh, somewhere, permanently, so that I can recall it later. Um, but this guy was a friend of my parents. Um, actually, he was the boyfriend of a friend of my parents. And I would say, if I was about 9 or 10 years old at that time, my parents would have been in their early 30s. Uh, had very young parents. Uh, my, my dad might have even been in his late 20s. Uh, but that would have made this guy probably in his early 30s. And that's crazy to think that I'm older than that now. Anyway, this guy's name was Doug. And, and that's the thing. I can't even remember his last name. That's what I'm saying. And I, I, I want to get this down before I forget any more of the small interactions that we had, but that, that were so important that they've stuck in my memory all these years. Uh, Doug was the first adult I ever met that it was a comic book geek and made it seem not so nerdy. I mean, he was an, he was a geek. He was a big nerd. Uh, but, you know, it, it was like... It was the first adult I had met that was into comic books, right? Um... At that point, I knew kids were into comic books, I, you know, teenagers maybe, uh, but that eventually people grew out of it. There wasn't a whole lot of older people into comic books, They're like so I thought. And, and that was my experience with that at the time. And I had just gotten into comic books around 10 years old, uh, around 1994-ish, when I first discovered comic books and started buying them at the local newsstand. Um, newsstand. It, it was a local grocery store on the spinner rack. And... Um, you know, it, I, I had no idea that this guy was into comics, but, like, he was at our house one time. And it, it's kind of a sad story, and I'll get into that part later. Uh, but, you know, Doug would come around. He was, like I said, he was... Doug and Brenda was, were the couple that were friends with my parents, and then they would come over from time to time. And I think he just noticed that I was into comics, or maybe my parents had told him that, that I was getting into comic books, and... I just remember, like, you know, he broke away from my parents to have a, a conversation with just me about comic books. Like, he knew that my parents weren't into this geeky comic book stuff, but, but that I was, and that he was, and that he, you know, we had a kinship over this. And, you know, he was way, I kind of looked up to him, because he was, like, so much more into the culture, and he knew so many things. He, he knew what was going on in comics, and he knew what had been going on in comics for years past and he had this comic book collection uh which was crazy at the time i think i had like a few comic books right literally like you know maybe 20 comic books that i had literally bought 
month to month um, at the grocery store as they came out. But he had this, like, you know, these back issues of comics for the last few years at least because he was a regular uh, comic book reader. He got stuff at the comic book store. He probably had a pull list. Um, I didn't even know what a pull list was at the time. Well, Doug opened my eyes to the fact that this wasn't just for kids. Um, just seeing the excitement that he had for comic books, like, I don't know, it was an eye-opener for me that this wasn't just kid stuff and that there was much more in there. And just to see how excited he was over this stuff, it, it made me feel better about being into comic books and also made me look forward to the future. Like, I, I don't have to give this up at some point. This isn't some childish thing. And I also just thought it was so cool that this adult was was on my level about something. And, and, he, and he taught me things I didn't know. I remember him telling me about, um, you know, the Spider-Man clone saga. I had no idea about this clone uh, of Peter Parker. <laughs> I had no idea that this was even a thing. And, and he was teaching me all about it. And, and he introduced me to the, uh, the Age of Apocalypse and, and told me all about that storyline. It must have been 95 when he was telling me about this because it was going on at the time. And he was collecting the Age of Apocalypse series when he was telling me about it. He said, you know, there's this alternate reality where uh, Professor X died uh, at a young age and the, the, the X-Men that we know were never formed in that way and Magneto's a good guy and, and Apocalypse runs things and, oh man, it was just crazy. And he's like, Wolverine has one, one hand. <laughs> it, it was mad. And it was like, good guys are bad guys and bad guys are good guys. And I just remember like, he opened my eyes to just the wide world of comics. And it was actually a, a couple years later, it was probably late 95, early 96, when um, he actually sold part of his collection, his recent collection, to my parents um, that were buying it for me for Christmas. And it was it was the most important comic haul I've ever had in my life, uh, was, was when my parents bought Doug's a portion of Doug's comic book collection. It was about 100, 100, maybe 150 comics. It was a short box and maybe some some leftover um, outside of it. And this contained um, all of the Age of Apocalypse. Every single floppy, every single issue of the Age of Apocalypse um, and the preludes to it, um, the aftermath of it, and, and a bunch of other stuff too. A bunch of indie stuff and image stuff and and, and DC stuff. Uh, I remember the, the Batman issue uh, where Bane breaks his back was in there. All these like seminal 90s issues, right? Um, these, these major issues of the 1990s that were like cultural things. Uh, Death of Superman, st stuff like that, right? That, that, that everybody had in the 90s. Um, but, but I didn't even know about it. Like I, I read Wolverine and X-Men and that's it at the time. And it was, it was current stuff, so I didn't know what had happened in the few years past. And because of Doug being such a comic book geek, Doug collecting these comic books, um, I was introduced to the wider world of comics, and it really opened my eyes just how cool it was and how vast it was. And even in that, I didn't know still how vast it really was, but that was my first, like, peer through the keyhole of like this is a whole thing this is a whole genre this is a whole lifestyle that people are into and it's wild man it's it's wild uh, 
and, and I'll be honest, I wasn't into comics much longer after that, uh, a few years. Um, I, I got a couple more hauls, ended up with, in the end, probably around a thousand comic books in my collection, and then uh, I've told this story before, but, uh, but I, I ended up losing my entire collection. Um, my parents were kind of in a bad way around that time in my life. I was around 15 years old, and uh, my parents uh, were into drug use and heavy into addiction, and, and uh, my, my father lost his job, and my parents lost the house. We, we, at the time, we were flying sky high, man. Uh, we, we had two homes, uh, five cars. It was going great. We like an upper middle class to upper middle class existence, and it was uh, really great. So we started out my life very poor. My dad had, had gotten a good job and worked his way up to having a lot of things, material things, um, and, a, and a nice new big house with an in-ground pool, and I just thought it was the coolest. You know, I had it really going for me, and then it was all kind of like swept out from under me because of my parents' decisions to, 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 to fall into drug use and, and, and develop the money problems they had and lose the houses that, that we owned. And um, through that foreclosure of our home, we ended up losing everything that was inside. They literally, like, boarded up the house and... I lost my entire comic book collection. I kind of lost my luster for collecting comic books. Like it was so devastating to lose all of that that like I wasn't I wasn't interested in picking up the hobby again and wouldn't find interest in it again until probably 20 years later um, when I got back into it. Um, kind of rediscovered that passion that I had. But yeah, it just I, I've been thinking about Doug a lot lately because. It was around that time, and, and I'll say too that you know, Doug, my 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 parents' friendship with with Doug and Brenda was was very very much based around drug use. Um, Doug was a drug addict as well, um, and, and and that was something I had to like come to terms with. Like this guy that that I thought was so cool and and, and so you know. And I couldn't understand it because I had this, like, kind of hatred for, for drug use and drug addicts and, at the time. And, you know, probably I, I didn't really appreciate that, that perfectly good people get caught up in this and, and ruin their lives um, through addiction. I probably didn't come to terms with that until I dealt with my own addiction um, in recent years. And just like, man, I, it really, you can be a decent, good person and just be, like, sucked into this thing and it's like this spiral right and I I, I just remember I felt I, Doug always seemed like a good one that kind of got sucked into this and there you know I, I, I even honestly I even thought he was kind of a better um, human being than like my parents and, 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 and the woman that he was uh, dating and, and all of these other people and, and I don't you know maybe I was wrong maybe I was a kid and maybe it's just because he was a geek like me but he just seemed like this really sensitive soul and this really cool guy and really just, just a good dude. And, and I always felt this kind of like I didn't know how to treat the fact that he's also a drug addict who's using drugs with my parents. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's something I still wrestle with to this day. Like, how can I think this is such a cool guy? And, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um... <clears throat> One of the sad and very 
And this is why I wanted to get it all down, right? I wanted to, I wanted to put all these memories down that I have of Doug. Um, and, and they're kind of harsh. They're kind of harsh. And, but I, I don't want to forget it. I don't want to forget this at any point in my life. I want this story to be there for me to, to recall. Um, but Doug, at, at one point, when my parents were heavy into addiction, and as was Doug, I'm sure, um, Doug was diagnosed with uh, lymphoma, I believe, uh, very aggressive cancer that he was basically terminal. I think he went through some chemotherapy, um, but he did not live long after being diagnosed. The cancer grew rapidly, um, and, and sadly, he, he passed away around that time that my life, you know, my family's life was falling apart. Um, and they lost their friend and, and I lost this, you know, adult friend that I, that I thought at least we were friends that I developed, that it introduced me into a world that I never knew existed and, and, um, knew that you could remain a kid even though you were a grown up and you didn't have to let that part of you go. And, yeah, sadly, he, he, he passed away from cancer um, right around that time. And um, it, it didn't, like I said, once he was diagnosed, it was, I mean, it was months, months later, he was gone. Um, and, and sadly, one of the last stories I heard about him was, was he was very, you know, he was terminal. He was for sure, he didn't have much time left. And I remember he got out of the hospital temporarily. Maybe he wasn't even supposed to leave the hospital, still had the, the, the tubes and stuff connected to him and I'm sorry if this is if this is too much but this is this is real this is how it really happened um, he still had these like tubes that were in his chest like connected to his chest for hooking up to the the, the chemo I guess I, I'm not sure exactly how it worked but came to our house hooked up to this stuff and I just remember knowing we, we all knew that this guy was dying of and uh he came to our house to do drugs and, you know I mean I, I, I guess he felt like he had nothing left in this life, you know, and just, and, and that's how he wanted to spend his remaining time, and that, God, that's always made me so sad, that, that that's how he went out, you know, that that's, that was what he had resigned himself to, is, is, you know, going out in this really sad way, and, and, uh, you know, maybe not having a, a will to live anymore, and just, embracing the drugs in, in, in a much heavier way knowing that, that he wasn't going to live much longer and I just it, it makes me incredibly sad to, to know that this guy that I, that I feel like was a, a good warm really cool soul and, and and just to have him go out that way has always been such a, a sad thing to me um, but also a reminder of like you know you never know what somebody's going through you never know who someone is uh, just because of something they've done or things they've done or, you know, if they've used drugs or they've been an addict or, you know, man, maybe their life was, was snuffed out early and they never even got the chance to, like, maybe go into recovery, maybe beat the drug addiction. And, and I just, I know how much he loved comic books and, and I don't know, I think... I think maybe even a part of me is tied to that, like that, that like 
part of my love for comic books is, is tied to that remembrance of this guy that, 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 that I can't even remember his last name for the life of me. Um, but yeah, yeah. I hope my story doesn't paint Doug as this this piece of shit drug addict because I, I, I honestly, that is not how I see him. Um, I actually see him as this good guy that, that got involved in, in something and, and got taken over by it and then maybe got dealt a bad hand and then didn't know how to deal. I mean, he was a young guy. What was I like when I was 30, you know? Um, I don't know. These are just my thoughts and recollections. I'm sure this is not going to be one of my more popular videos or podcasts, and that's okay. That's okay. Some of these I do just for my own recall later and, and just to get things out, and it's, it's therapeutic for me, and it's... it's uh, I don't know. I like doing it. I like putting my thoughts into words and not just keeping them up in my head rattling around. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I don't have much to say. This is another one of those, like, I can't say, like, if you enjoyed this story, because not that enjoyable, but I guess if, if you got something from it, if, if, you, if you enjoy these more real-life storytelling type things, um, then let me know. Let me know in the comments. Uh, below if you're listening or watching on YouTube let me know on Twitter at real Brett Scott um, maybe you can relate to the story in some way maybe I mean I, I would assume not but there's got to be somebody out there that can relate to some part of the story maybe the the addiction part or the the introduction to comics in the mid 90s part or the you know knowing an older guy that, that or or gal that that got you into something you know something more obscure something that you didn't know adults were into, you know? Um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, if you happened by this video or podcast, let me know what you think. Um, and uh, yeah, please subscribe to the channel. Mostly what I do is talk about uh, nerd shit, geek shit, uh, entertainment and pop culture. If you're into that sort of thing, please subscribe to the channel. Um, it's not all introspection and memories like this. Uh, most, mostly I talk about entertainment and pop culture. So if that's your thing, please subscribe for more. And um, if you do decide to stick around, then I will likely talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks.